Welcome to our week five coverage of the NFL season. This is the Leatherheads podcast. Uh, this time it's just me and Abel. Uh, we're sorry we missed last week. You know, the boys are busy. The boys yeah, are- we're, we were a little busy last week. We got to figure out a, a better set schedule. Life's just kind of got us a little trapped, but we're back. Listen to us right before your game Sunday. Probably missed the first one, but we'll get you going. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we, we missed Thursday night, um, which was big for the first topic we're going to get into, which is our, you know, little injury update. So we had Rams Seahawks divisional matchup on Thursday night. Russell Wilson gets hurt after going 11 for 16, 152 yards and a touchdown. Um, that injury didn't look good. Yeah. He, I uh, broke my finger once and uh, I know exactly that type of pain. And because of the position I played, it wasn't a factor corner, D-line, O-line, doesn't, you don't really need your finger, but I probably couldn't throw a football or anything like that. For yeah, what it is, he has a really bad break in his middle, on his middle finger where he can't. Yeah, and it's the top finger, which is the yeah. top portion of your, your broken of your finger. What's that, like uh, your, your metatarsal, something like that? Yeah, and it seems they put him on IR. They said he was out for six to eight weeks, which would essentially bring him back week 14. They're not going to be in the playoff race, not in that division. Going to be the about, him. about him? Hell no. Yeah, no. Even Geno Smith is a guy. They were basically uh, banking on good offensive play. Ben don't break defense. Now the offense isn't going to be consistent. Uh, the defense isn't going to be fantastic when the offense isn't consistent. They're going to have some problems. Their defense is awful anyway. I don't. I don't think they could guard me. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> they always find a way because the Pete Carroll defense. They always find a way to like just kind of play better down the stretch. But if your offense is not scoring, not being efficient, not holding the ball, not like it's just going to be very predictable. You're not going to allow Gino to do. Gino's not going to be able to do some of the rust things that get that get him out of these like you know tight games. And doesn't think it's getting any better because Chris Carson. This is from six hours ago. Uh, Pete Carroll said it's too early to tell if Chris Carson's back for Week Six. Yeah, and uh, he has a neck injury, which could be, which will be long term issues for him. Yeah. Uh, fantasy wise, feel bad for those who picked him up because he's a fantastic player. Again, a substitution for him. Uh, I doubt he's available anymore, but Alex Collins seems to be the guy in that offense. But yeah, he's probably already scooped up in the league. He's not as explosive or as a dynamic runner, but he can get you a touchdown. And that's that's all you really need in those situations. Uh, DK and Tyler Lockett holders. Those guys were going to continue to have fantastic seasons. I think they're still going to play well, just sheerly based on volume. They have nobody else to throw to. Uh, Gino's going to force it to them, even if it's at a detriment to the offensive game plan. So I wouldn't be too down on those two guys. Not going to be maybe as fantastic, but it's going to do the job. But uh, great yeah. game for Robert Woods. Finally broke out on the I was just going to say that for Robert Woods. Yeah. Uh, we had heard earlier in the week that – um, and they want to get him more in tune with that offense. And he goes 12 receptions on 14 targets for what, 125, something like that? 150. 150? Yeah. Uh, 150. I mean, that's a great week for fans. Imagine if he had like a touchdown or two in there. Oh, I, I had him in uh, really hoping that he had a touchdown to really cap the game off. But fantastic week shows that uh, teams are starting to recognize that the deep to take away the deep shots. And that's huge for a guy like Woods because he's always open underneath. Stafford's starting to realize that those checkdowns are also just as big as finding cup 20 yards on a corner route. So Woods might be the guy down the stretch of the season. He might sneakily be the better player. 
Wait, it was, it was like Cooper Cup's like first like down week. He only, he only had ten targets this week. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, no, I mean like if they're gonna move the, move the chains, Woods is gonna be that guy that gets some of those consistent yep. first downs. Hundred percent. And uh, next week, I mean, what are the next uh, games we're we're heading forward to? All right. So in, in terms of injury report, we got, you know, there's going to be guys that were questionable, doubtful, whatever it may be. We don't really know until that, until it's time for kickoff on Sunday. Um, but we have an early game tomorrow. Uh, it's the Jets and the Falcons in London. The finest, the finest football clubs for the teams to watch, for Londoners Isn't to watch. like a Jaguars game in London like a, like a year or two ago? Oh, they always have Jaguars. Jaguars have consistently been in London. I have a feeling that the ownership in Jacksonville would like to move the team to London somehow, but I feel like it's too difficult. <laughs> yeah, because uh, you'd be seeing 9.30 in the morning starts like we're seeing right now. But the biggest injury news for this game, Calvin Ridley and Russell Gage are both out. Yep. What does that mean fantasy-wise? Uh, that means fantasy-wise, big week for Cordell Patterson out of the backfield. Huge. This is if you picked up Kyle Pitts, this is the type of game you wanted Kyle Pitts for. Uh, he's had a he had some uh pretty down weeks to start the year. He's just been a pretty average to mediocre tight end. He's just in the middle of the pack. But it, it rookie tight ends have long had a history of uh, struggling to get adjusted into the NFL. This will be his week to get high volume, big big plays coming in for him. The offense needs him to perform well, and they're gonna have to find find ways to get him open get targets for him yeah. and uh yeah i'm, I'm not going to say it's going to be a time you know i i'm going to butcher his name i think it's uh olamide zakichis yeah. um i don't i wouldn't put all my eggs in the basket on him on pits i think it's going to be a, no on, on Z, uh, zakichis oh for i'm still going to be big on pits hayden hurst is still on that offense yeah he's still going to take uh catches away cordero patterson has been amazing Fantastic player. Flat out amazing since about week two on. Um, he's a good combo. You know, if they want to run Mike Davis, Cordero Patterson is still, what? Uh, he's 6'2", 220. That's a receiver. Yeah. <laughs> he might be your number one guy out there. Um, I can still see him running the ball a lot. I think they give the ball back to Mike Davis because it's the Jets after all. Uh, Matt Ryan, he's been a super underrated fantasy quarterback for a long time just because he's still old. He doesn't move too well. He's been a part of one of the, the highest scoring offenses for the last few years now. Yeah. Even a year or two years ago, when they were getting blown out, they were still a top six high scoring offense in the league. Yeah, they love the That's garbage on points. The, the, their defense is atrocious. Still is, yeah. It only got worse <laughs> somehow. But they still score points, so – they're going to be throwing the ball. Um, the Mike Davis leash is still super, super short. Every week, it's going to go, he's going to bounce back. He doesn't, but we move. Yep. Uh, on the other side of the ball, just quick, quick tidbit. Jets offense looks a lot better with Jameson Crowder in there. He, he's a big chain mover type of guy, gets the offense moving. Uh, they did look a lot better even without uh, their with, – with offensive line struggles. Zach Wilson's finally looking a little comfortable. Corey Davis and uh, Crowder, in my honest opinion, are startable guys as flex, as you're like flex. Uh, down on Elijah Mitchell, run game still hasn't been hasn't looked fantastic. I know. I, I will say about, about the run game. I like their chances of getting you know getting at least one or two guys hot in this game. The the 
the, the Falcons' run defense was not that great. So that week one against the Eagles. Michael Carter, he's so underrated. Yeah. I liked him a lot coming out of UNC. He hasn't got the volume, though. Week one against Carolina, four attempts. Week two, 11. Week three, nine. Week four, 13. That's going up against Carolina, who's one of the better defenses in general this season. New England, who has a really underrated defensive line. Yeah. Um, Denver has a great defensive line, and that's when they had uh, Bradley Chubb back, I believe. I, for, I, I don't know if that was his first game back or not. I forget. Um, and Tennessee, who's eh, around the board, I guess. But, I mean, he had 13 for 38 and a touchdown. So, yeah. the volume's getting there. They're getting the – they're trying to throw him the ball a little bit more. But I, I don't I don't know if I'd say start him this week. He's still a rookie. But, yeah. Um, just if, he, if you're a Kyle Pitts owner like myself, you've been waiting for this week all year round. It's now just, without Calvin Ridley there, it seems like a great time. Because Pitts has been getting the, has been getting the targets. Yep, they're just, they're just trying to find his niche. How to, how to, you know, what are the best uh, ways to get him open? Get him, uh, get him but in the best. His, his numbers have been good. I mean, he's he got eight targets, four receptions, averaging seven yards a catch. Yeah, five receptions, six targets, seventy-three yards. That's fourteen point six yards per catch. Yeah, week three, two catches on three targets for thirty-five. That's seventeen and a half yards per catch. No, he was his best week so far in terms of you know his targets. Four catches on nine targets, 50 yards, 12 and a half yards per carry. Sorry, yards per catch. When he gets the ball, he's getting himself done with it. Yeah, he is. He looked uh, great on that slant. I won't forget quick slant route uh, against Tampa. He ran up the field. He looked. He looks great. He looks like a wide receiver. I mean, he looks to be like one of the better tight ends in, uh, in the National Football Year for years to come. But uh, that that makes me happy. Yeah. Uh, so let's uh, get to the 1 o'clock games, some of the injuries. No. We have uh, Bucks, Dolphins, Eagles, Panthers. We uh, got some uh, injury news on uh, Christian McCaffrey. He uh, looks to be ruled as uh, doubtful. Extremely doubtful. Yeah, extremely doubtful. Uh, Chuba looked good last week, ran the ball pretty well. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, that situation in Carolina? I mean, I think they can get done without Chuba, to be honest. Um, I mean – he didn't contribute that much to if we're being really honest here, even against Houston, 11 carries, 52 yards, no touchdowns, three catches on five targets for 27 yards. It's a little under 11 fantasy points in full point PPR leagues. Um, I mean, you're not expecting McCaffrey output from him. Let's just get that straight. Coming out of Oklahoma state, he was a great running back in college, but that doesn't automatically transfer to the pros. I will say this though, touchdown in any of those two games, he has a, a much better game. Oh, but, uh, I will say against Dallas, 13 for 57, two catches on two targets for 14 yards. I will say this, uh, Donald really trusting his wide receivers. DJ Moore has been absolutely fantastic since the beginning of the season. There's a real deep connection. And it seems like uh, Donald last week, especially with CMC out, looks like he's trying to get Robbie Anderson into the game. His boy from New York, York, the Gase Gase brothers. But also, uh, I'm blanking on the coach's name. Brady, right? Uh, that Joe Brady? Yeah, Joe Brady also said uh, after the Texans game that they're going to have to find ways to get uh, Robbie open and get him involved into the offense. Last week was a prime example that he got 11 targets. He had four catches out of those targets, but he did play well. I will say that uh, it looks looks like Robbie's probably going to soon, sooner or later, they're going to have to start covering DJ, and Robbie's going to be the next guy available for them. 100%. 
Um, they're going against the Eagles, who have had really bad run defense, but have in general played decent against the pass this year. So maybe Chuba turns it around this week. And uh, Might be a week to start yeah. Sam Darnold if the Eagles' run defense is really bad. He's been a fantastic fantastic at running the football. I mean, yeah, he has four rushing teams. He found rushing teams. Week one, five attempts for negative one, probably a few kneels in there. We had a touchdown. Week two, one for seven. Week three, eight for 11, but two touchdowns. Week four, six carries for 35 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, so he's, he's been running the ball. Been more nimble the last few weeks. Yeah. Um, other one o'clock games. Notable injuries in Green Bay versus Cincinnati. Jair Alexander is out. He is on the IR. Uh, if, you are, if you're a T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd owner, value goes up. With also Joe Mixon being questionable, he did not practice yesterday, I believe. I'm not sure if they released anything on him today. Um, actually, no, this actually just came in. Uh, Joe Mixon to play in some capacity week five, which isn't very promising. Yeah. It, it might be uh, – you might have to bite your tongue, bite your teeth and not start. And, I mean, you got to grind those – you got to make a tough decision there. Hey, guess what? With Jair Alexander out, that means that the uh, the Packers wide receiver uh, sorry cornerback one is uh, Kevin King. Yeah, it, a huge a problem. I mean, down the stretch, expect uh, Packers defense to have some trouble defending the pass. They also have missing I'm blank another guy I'm blanking on his name. They're missing a an edge player that they signed last year it was fantastic. Really doing doing bad with the names right now. Who are the Packers? Yeah. Um, let's see if I can find it quick. Um, I don't recognize like any of these names in their defense. What happened to like, oh, is it Rashawn Gary? Is he out? Uh, oh, no, it's not him. Not Gary. Oh, he might be back now. All right. Uh, that was on me. That was a mistake on my end. I was thinking of a different team. Uh, jump, uh, yeah, no, again, Bengals wide receivers up against the Packers. Um, I'm expecting a big Jamar Chase touchdown, maybe a few of those. Um, the next next game we're going to talk about here is Denver against Pittsburgh. Sertain is questionable. Uh, Cortland Sutton is questionable. And Melvin Gordon is also questionable. Teddy, extremely questionable. I doubt he plays uh, until he clears concussion protocol. One one uh, second pause. It's Zadarius Smith. Zadarius, that that's a big guy to miss out on. Yeah. So uh, the pass defense expect that to be bad. Expect upside for Packers pass game. High high scoring off high scoring games. They can't defend the pass. Expect the Bengals to be able to throw the ball whenever they feel like. Uh, same with the pack. Same with the Bengals. Um, their defense isn't that great either. So yeah, uh, they were able to stop the run and get some pretty weak uh, yeah. offenses. But yeah. Um, Pittsburgh offense, Big Ben, Juju are questionable. James Washington is out. Um, I'm not saying, again, put all your eggs in one guy, but it looks like a great week for Chase Claypool, at least projections-wise. If Ben can play, Juju's out, James Washington out. That would open a lot for uh, Chase Claypool, especially if the Broncos' corners are not healthy. Um, Otherwise, again, I'm very anti-starting Steelers players in fantasy. I just don't like it. I don't know. I love Deontay Johnson and Najee Harris. I have them in fantasy, and they have been absolute lifesavers. Najee, because of his consistency, his, his ability to catch the ball out of the backfield, Ben really likes him. 
if Ben trusts a player, especially a rookie, expect him to really have a big influence in that offense. Deontay uh, is just his guy. My, my argument there is is that is that the Ben likes him, or he can't get the ball on in routes. He to well the coach. Well, Ben has actually openly said that he really like you know to reporters and stuff like that. Says says to them he loves the way Najee's developed. He seems like he's a guy. He seems like he's already been a. a five-year vet in the NFL. There is a level of chemistry and trust there. Uh, mostly it's there with Deontay. He's willing to throw it down the field more often to him. Uh, but in, this, in the sense of uh, the other guys on the Packers, I mean, on the, sorry, Steelers, Friermuth, uh, Claypool, Juju, Washington, I fade them. I mean, I do not like that. I don't like uh, Steelers offense at all. I just like the volume that the other guys have. And volume also means possibly scoring. Scoring catches, that's how you win in fantasy. So exactly. Uh, next matchup, we got divisional matchup between the Titans and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, thankfully, it's at home, so they don't got to worry about Urban Urban Meyer missing any flights. Thanks. <laughs> um, Julio Jones is out again. A, uh, AJ Brown is back. On the opposite side, we all know DJ Chark uh, fractured his ankle, getting on uh, rolled over on Thursday night football against the Bengals. Um, so charts out for the season. Uh, nothing else notable in that Jaguars offense. Uh, Julio it happens to him all the time. He missed, uh, you know, what seems like with like a little hamstring injury and ends up missing eight games. Yeah. Uh, AJ Brown kind of looking the same way early in his career. Um, he's missing games for tiny injuries that somehow end up missing four weeks. Yeah. Uh, I don't like either offense anyway, other than Derrick Henry and James Robinson's looking like he's getting the ball a little bit more. I will say I will say one guy out of uh, Jaguars offense is uh, Lavisca Chenault. Looks like he's uh, turning up a little more. He had six catches for ninety nine yards. Uh, Marvin Jones. I mean, their defense is awful, so they're going to be in situations where Trevor's going to drop back, throw the ball, come back down by ten. I mean, they're playing against the Titans defense. They're going to have at least, huh? Not great. <laughs> yeah, not not a great matchup. And I mean, well, good matchup for their offense. It's not a great matchup for our eyes defensively. Uh, I just expect uh, Lovisius to really have a, a much better season. I mean, he's a really talented football player. He's a, this is the year of the gadget guy. He's a, a perfect example of a gadget guy. Who can have a fantastic year. Yeah. And we'll see what kind of offense urban boys go with this week. I think it's going to be more of a grit and grind. Um, yeah. Get, get James Robertson the ball. Uh, the Titans' run defense is not great. Um, I, I don't even own James Robinson, but I'd like to see him get the ball more just because he's he's so good. I I was uh, big big on a little side fantasy tidbit in my big money league. I was really trying to push to get the guy who had like he had picked up Elijah Mitchell and James Robinson was on his bench it was week two, and I tried to swing him a couple offers for uh, James Robinson, throw in like Corey Davis because he was coming off a big week. Wouldn't take it, but I was really high on James Robinson even back then. Obviously, with all the uh, running back injuries, stuff like that, you know, you're going to hold those good running backs close to your chest. James Robinson is that guy. Carlos Hyde was never going to be good. Uh, so let's go into the next game. We got uh, the Lions and Vikings. Yeah, so the, the Lions got a lot of guys questionable on offense. Seems like every week, though, Hawkins and Swift, Jamal Williams. Um, I think those guys are always questionable. Yeah. Questionable sometimes isn't really – we can't really say much on questionable because uh, 
every guy's injured in the NFL and they're just kind of dealing with oh, injuries. Yeah, they're, they're banged up, you know, it's whatever. Yeah. Um, and then for the Vikings, Dalvin's questionable. He has been his whole entire career. He either misses a game, he plays. We won't know. He played poorly last week, too. Yeah. Um, um, so, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna rifle off some questionables here because we don't really gotta get into them that much. Uh, Devontae Parker, he's questionable. Curtis Samuel, Antonio Gibson, they both missed some practice this week. They're both questionable. Um, oh, that's that's a good one for uh, guys who help or oh, yeah. hold JD McKissick. I have a JD McKissick holder. And that's JD McKissick is full practice this week. He's no longer questionable. I will say this: JD McKissick this year. I talked about this on our first fantasy podcast. He he's willing and ready to take over that starting role if need be. He's a fantastic receiving back. I you could see him as a good um. Uh, on a week, on a game back, uh, you know, just as an individual game, he could have a fantastic game. He's worth starting if Antonio Gibson is out, hundred um, percent. Other questionables: Zeke and Amari Cooper. Uh, I don't see them missing anything. Um, this week, we have a, if anything, we have a lot of out this week more than anything. We have a lot more definitive outs. Yeah. Ones we missed so far: Gronk out. His ribs took a big hit. Um, that Tampa Bay offense isn't going to struggle that much without him, to be honest. They'll be okay. Um, David Montgomery, he's out. Um, so what Damian Williams now is their guy. Damian Williams is their guy. I do. I don't like everybody running uh, towards him and like, just trying to pick him up and sign him. I feel like, you know, he's, he's a little bit of an older guy. missed all of last year. I just don't believe the fact that just because he's a veteran and he was a two bowl winning running back that like, he's just going to be like how it works though. Like that's like, that's like, that's how, how cookie crumbles in fantasy football circles. Yeah, I just – everybody's, like, rushing to pick him up. And it might be that rookie, um, uh, Her, uh, Khalil uh, – Herbert? Herbert, yeah. He might be the guy who ends up, you know, taking on – impressing people more than it, it, uh, Damian Williams. Not much – there's not much razzle-dazzle to Damian's game, older legs. I mean, Herbert might be that guy. He could be. I'm just saying, if you know, keep a real close eye on that situation. That fact uh, Montgomery is on the IR – they're expecting them to be out for about three to five weeks. I um, yeah. Uh, um, more outs. We have Jimmy Garoppolo is out. George Kittle is out and on IR. Um, Jabril Peppers, Darius Slayton, and Sterling Shepard are all out for the G-Men. Um, also, I, I missed some for the Washington football team. Cam Sims and Diane Brown are both out, which would mean that – People we know, Scary Terry is the only fully healthy wide receiver on that, on that court right now. And I think J.D. McKissick kind of counts as wide receiver because of how talented of a back he is out of the backfield. Uh, any update on Logan Thomas's injury? I, I wasn't able to find no, anything on him. I, I, did, I didn't see his name on, on, the, on the list anymore. All right, so he, he must be a full go because I didn't see it either. He was banged up last, in last week's game. And... Oh, actually, hold on. I don't see his name at all. That is because he's on the injured reserve. Ah, there we go. So he's out for, for good. I, I knew he was out. Didn't know if he was out for a while. That's why. Injured reserve players are tricky. That's why I, I, I was wondering why I didn't see his name on the injury list. And I'm like, hey, you must be fully healthy this week. Um, their offense is really bad. When you look at what they're projecting Lawrence Sleeper right now, it's Taylor Heineke, uh, Gibson, McKissick, Jarrett Patterson, Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, Adam Humphreys, and uh, DeAndre Carter. Ricky Seals-Jones, Samis Reyes, great story, by the way. 
NFL Europe kind of guy. Uh, oh, the tight end from uh, 6'5", 260. Yeah. Is he ready to play football, though? We're going to find out this week, maybe. I'd love probably to get, They'll probably give him a few reps out there on the field. They'll have him block. He's, he's, he's not going to catch any passes. <laughs> um, but they're playing the Saints, so I think it might be a safe week for them, to be honest, because we don't know what we're going to get from the Saints. Um, other injury news. The only big one that I really wanted to say is back is Josh Jacobs. He's back to full practice, which is really, really good news because Kenyon Drake did not look like that guy anymore. Um, obviously with Jimmy G being out, it's Trey Lance time. Uh, he hasn't looked great on his start, but again, it's just one game that he played 50% of the snaps against Seattle. Um, nine for 18, two touchdowns. I mean, I, you know, I'll take that. He didn't look great. Uh, he had 20 points actually. Uh, um, his ability to run is literally the only reason why yeah. I, it reminds me of, uh, when Hertz started to play, like he, his running ability is really uh, a sexy appeal to him. But, uh, if he can get the arm going against Cardinals, that'd be a great, great showing for him. Shut uh, me with, Without Kittle might be a tough, uh, you know, go the offense kind of really He's a vital aspect of their run game and of their pass game because of how much of a threat he is. Is able to open up the fields for them. But uh, let's see yeah, what else. And, and the Monday and the Sunday night game, the Monday night game, there wasn't any like huge injuries that have many fantasy implications. So there's nothing really there so far. I will say, don't be afraid to start anybody on Buffalo or Kansas City because that could be a very That'll high be a shootout. Okay, that's gonna yeah. be a shootout. Um, so we're going to, you know, we're going to go quick, uh, with some, with some matchup with the spreads. Um, I'm going off the book that I just have open right now. Yeah. I got my book open too. So I got the jets and the Falcons in London. Currently Falcons are two and a half point favorites of the over under set at 45. What do you got? I got Falcons. What, What about the over under over under over 45. Bad off. I like that. I like that. It's, um, it's, two, it's two scenarios here. It's either they're both really jet lagged, offenses look really slow, they don't look as effective, and it's like a 20 to 13 ball game, or there's no defense. It's either one side of the ball isn't going to show up. We'll just have yeah. to find out which is more. No, I'm, I'm going to take the Falcons spread, but I'll take the under. It's okay. just the Jets. I, I'll never know. Yep. Um, Dolphins, Bucks. Bucks are 10 point favorites in the total set at 45. Sorry, 48. Yeah. Uh, under smash the under the dolphins aren't gonna be able to move the ball at all. E with two I was an under. I like they're just not a good offense. And ten wow. points is a little too much to bet on for me. I, I, I it's too much for me, but I would still take Tampa if I had to. Tampa. NFL ten is not like a worthy bet. As you can tell what uh what happened with the Lions and the 49ers and what's going on. 49ers even the, the Bills and the Texans, Bills won by 40. <laughs> yeah. It it's gotta be like a clearly awful team. They were by 17. I just didn't feel confident about that yeah. either. I right, we Eagles, Panthers. Uh the spread is three. Uh okay. minus three for the Panthers. Over is at 46. Um, I'm gonna take the Eagles plus three and over 46. Oh, are you an Eagles fan? <laughs> no, I, not at all. Uh, I don't like this game because I would teaser the Eagles plus three because they're not going to lose by a lot. That's better. Yeah, I'd take them around nine. That's a really good uh, 
I do kind of like the over at 46. I don't – I think the Panthers' uh, defense, Vonta defense, isn't as good as I think. Yeah. Uh, Saints, uh, Washington. Saints are minus uh, two and a half right now with the over-under set at 43 and a half. I am going to say I like the football team to cover because I think they're going to win the game. Wow. I and like the under. I love Saints. Smash that. I'm really high on the Saints right now. Even though they lost to the Giants, it was a tough loss. The offense has started to look a little bit better. Jameis has looked fantastic. Not fantastic. That's a too much of a stretch. Has looked as a serviceable NFL quarterback for the Saints, especially in that Sean Payton offense. Once they get uh, once they get uh, Michael Thomas back, they will be a much better offense. Yeah. Uh, Kamara got in the mix. Taysom is a lethal threat as a runner. He just he's a bowling ball, and that over forty three. And I just don't like Washington's defense this year. Did not they're not the same team as last year's. Uh, Titans Jags. I I, I, remember, I I think the opposite just because like I don't know. I feel like I always predict the Washington football team's games really well. Yeah. Whenever I think that they're gonna upset win or they're gonna you know just even know favorite win, I feel like they always do it. I don't know why. Um, and I I like the under just because we don't know what we're gonna get from either team. If this game could literally be 13 to six, and it wouldn't surprise a soul. <laughs> I would hope not. I got the the, the Taysom uh, Jameis duo as my quarterback. Um, <laughs> I got uh, the tight the Titans Jags. Titans are minus four and a half. Over unders at 48 and a half. I like the Titans minus four and a half, but I like the under 48 and a half just because it's the Jaguars. I don't think they're gonna score any points. <laughs> I like the over. I hate the spread. I don't know who's going to win that game. Titans should win, but I just like their defense is horrendous. So is the Jaguars. Yeah, it's just two teams flinging mud at each other. It's a bad game. Titans are clearly just three guys, and that's it. That's their whole team. Two. No. <laughs> yeah. Just, Aaron, Aaron Brown. Yep. And uh, that's such. it's such a top-heavy team. Uh, it's not next game. Lions Vikings Ooh. minus ten. Somehow the Vikings are minus ten. Over instead of forty nine and a half. I like the over forty nine and a half, and I like the Lions plus ten. I like the Lions plus ten too. Lions have been a very competitive football team this year. They've looked good in many of these games. They did have the lead in halftime against the Packers. They just couldn't finish drives in, in that game. I thought they, it should they have almost beat the Ravens. Yep, they almost beat the Ravens. Could have finished out the drive. They had a fantastic comeback or close comeback against the 49ers. They're a competent offense, good coach. They're a competitive team. They're not going to lose by that. 100%. Vikings are good, too. I mean, they've lost really some really heartbreaking games, but they're not a 10-point. Uh, Broncos, Steelers. Broncos are minus one and a half. Uh, the total set at 39, a very low total. Um, I don't like either of those options, to be honest. I like the Steelers. I'm not better. I'm, I'm staying away from this game. Uh, I actually love the Steelers plus 105. I just, without uh, Teddy, the Broncos offense grinded to a complete halt. It was and like, Gordon's questionable. We don't know yeah, and it just doesn't – I like the over and the Steelers. It just feels like a game where Pittsburgh's going to be the defensive touchdown. Najee's going to have a pretty decent game. I would love that. You want to know why? Because I have the Steelers defense to finish. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do have the Broncos – it's going to be the Broncos will get some turnovers. They're just not going to finish drives. It's gonna be team. It's gonna be probably expect three or four turnovers in that football by either one of the teams. Uh, well, total in the game. Packers, yeah. Bengals. Um, I like the Bengals minus three. Um, sorry, Packers minus three. 
The over set at 50 and a half, which is really high. Yeah, I love the Packers minus three. I bet you it went up. I could probably look at action sports right now and see how much that that's moved because uh, Jair getting hurt really changes the way people look at that defense. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm stuck with Packers minus three. Um, I think Jair being out makes the defense equal in my mind because I don't think the Bengals' defense is that much either. Um, I think 50 is a little too high for me to, to you know, sprinkle some cash on. It's high like the under, I guess. Um, I know life's too short to bet the under, but I, I'd probably take it in this game because I don't, I don't know where they're going to go. Started this week at uh, 49 and uh, went down to 48 and then moved uh, pretty quickly up in the last 24 hours to 51. And that's that being when Jair Alexander was named out. Yeah, he was. Uh, so we got uh, New England Texans. That's easy Patriots. Over 39, no way. Um, I like, geez, I mean, I don't like, I, I don't know. Cause like you're a Pats guy. I'm not, um, I'm still, I'm still like not that impressed with this Patriots offense, like whatsoever. I know, uh, I know it's Texans. So it's so hard for me to pick the Patriots to beat a team by eight. Um, I just think even if I wasn't a Pats I'm, fan, I'm going to go NA on the spread. I don't, I can't take something here. I, I can't bet for the Texans. I don't like the Pats by eight. Yeah, they lost by two possessions against the Panthers, and then they got absolutely steamrolled. I just think the Patriots' defense has been playing a lot better recent weeks. And uh, I like the over. Over 39. You like the over? I don't think the Texans are going to score. I think it's a Zach Wilson type of game. Like This kid's not going to have any points. I think it's okay. I think it's going to be 23 to three. That's what. <laughs> or 27. Right, um, yeah. There's uh, Raiders. Raiders are minus five and a half favorites. Total set at 45. Um, I like the Bears to cover plus five and a half, and I like the under. Bears and the under. Ooh. I, I was all in on the Raiders for so long, and I don't know. I, I think I'm just kind of just falling back to reality that, like, maybe they aren't that great of a team. Their defense, the, the- – Pressure that they get is pretty good, but That's I just, like the under. Yeah, they got a lot of pressure, and yeah. they're like Fields run, and he hasn't looked that great on, on the run. He does look like yeah. I kind of have to. I hate that game. That's just not. I hate that um, game a lot. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's low scoring, and the Raiders don't pull away. It's not. It's it's not a prime time game, so the Raiders aren't winning. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is very true. I'll go Bears plus five. All right. Browns, Chargers. Chargers are minus two and a half favorites, um, with the Browns being two and a half point dogs, total being at 47. Um, I like the Chargers a lot right now, like so much. Uh, Herbert, it looks amazing. The whole team looks just like a well oiled machine. Eckler looks back and is, you know, what would be uh, the best non quarterback offensive player in the league, like usage wise. Yeah. I like Eckler a lot. He's getting the ball. He's scoring touchdowns. I need him to score less than four points. I'm on that in football against the Raider to win my fantasy matchup. That was not happening. Uh, he did score two and got injured. I was literally driving to my girlfriend's house, and I see Austin Eckler's going to the blue medical tent. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. He had two points. And I'm like, but then he came back out and scored like two touchdowns. So, so uh, 
I'll take the Chargers minus two and a half. The whole t- whole Brown seems on the injured list right now. Um, and the under. I don't know. 47 uh, throws. Chargers and uh, the under. That For them to get 47, it'd be a, they'd have to score seven total touchdowns on there. They'd have to be moving I, I, I just look at it. I like when I looked at the over unders, I split it. I do. I do. I see one team scoring 23, 23, 24, and I scored from 23. I don't see one of those teams getting in the 20s. So that's yeah, a lot uh, of stuff to pick up. If that's the Chargers up. win, it's probably going to be like 28 to 17. And if the Browns win, it's probably going to have to be 23 to 17. Yeah. So I, I don't see that happening. There you like, go. That's, that's the two results. All right. Let's rattle off these last few. Uh, Giants, Cowboys. Cowboys minus seven, over under 52 and a half. I like the over and I like the Cowboys. I like the Giants and I like the over. The NFC beef, baby. I like uh, the, I don't know, last week's game kind of impressed me about the Giants. I feel like they're going to keep it close. I think they're, it's an inter, the, this is a game where the Gi- Cowboys puke all over themselves. Just the NFC. Happens once a year against the Giants. When's it going to happen? Yep. The, the Giants just managed – they'll lose, but they'll lose with a lot of grace. Happens with every team in the division. Happens with the Eagles, Cowboys, Washington. Yeah. All those teams they, will have they, a They outmatch the Giants by so much, but then the Giants go and beat them by six. Yep. Happens once a year. Every team. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. We got uh, last game. Best game of the 4 o'clock bunch. 49ers Cardinals. Five. The spread uh, five and a half for the Cardinals. You know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking 49ers plus five. That's what I was going to say. It feels like a trap with the Cardinals. Um, 49ers plus five and a half with the over. Yep. Over being 40 and a half. Their pass, the Cardinals pass rush, pass rush has looked really troubling. I think a guy like Trey Lance and um, uh, Kyle Shanahan take advantage of that. They got, they got a good uh, offensive line there in San Francisco too. So. Ten, ten sacks on the season for the Cardinals. Five came from one. Also, 49ers, though, no George Kittle, which yep. is scary. Yeah, I like Devo and Ayuk to have a much better game. Shanahan's really good at just replacing guys and finding ways to make them serviceable. Who's, I, I forgot the name. His name's like Ross Dwelly. Yeah. Ross Dwelly. Um, he only, he's only had one catch this season. It was a 21-yard touchdown this week against the – last week against the, Card- uh, the Seahawks. So, so uh, what do you think of uh, – we got the last two primetime games, Chiefs, Bills, overs at 56 and a half, and it's minus three. Chiefs. Bills plus three, under 56. Plus three, under. Gonna have to roll with that. All right, Ravens, uh, minus seven. What's yours? What's yours oh. for the Bills, Bills Chiefs? What do you mean? What's your pick for the Bills Chiefs? Oh, I said uh, Bills plus three under fifty six. Yeah, I, I love that. I, I feel like those those big matchups get like so overblown sometimes. Yeah, and like one in four of them actually are like this big shootout that we expect. Yeah, it, it ends up usually Patriots box. It's Everyone's like a, it's like it's like twenty three twenty. Everybody's like, oh, the Patriots are gonna like you know get destroyed, and I was like, no, that's like a perfect. Oh yeah, you're one of those guys. I was one of those guys. I, was, I told all my Pats fans buddies, I'm like, hey, I know you guys like the bet. Alt line on FanDuel, Bucks minus 20. Oh, it's yeah. Not <laughs> yeah, that, I thought they were 100% good to keep that game really close. And it looked, Brady just looked really off all game. Uh, probably the defense got him a 
got him a little confused, but it was mostly it was mostly because Brady. Everyone's like Mac Jones. He's Brady. Mac Jones. He's he got did have a fantastic game against a, a very good defense. He's not a fantastic game. Okay, he got lucky that Tom Brady didn't eviscerate him. He played well against a very good defense. Against I, I was very impressed by his performance. He played okay. I, it was a really bad. He played poorly against. I didn't like the way he played against Miami because it was just really checkdown related. But he was making a lot better throws, getting hit. Making all the right reads against the Bucks. I mean, that's how you win football games. Checking down the football, getting five to six yards. I'll I'll give Mac Jones the first compliment of his career that I'll, that I'll give him. He he played okay. He lost. Mac's gonna be better than uh, Jalen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll go with uh, coach fantasy wise or like legacy wise. I career wise. <laughs> okay, we'll keep the fantasy. We don't know anything about Mac yet. We'll we'll see how it goes. I mean, uh. But let's uh let, let's finish this off for everybody. Colts Ravens plus uh seven for the Colts. I like that. And uh the over forty six. I think there's gonna be some points in that game. I think there's not gonna be many points in that game, but I like Colts plus seven. Yeah, we're on the same boat. I would I like Colts plus seven, but I like I like under forty six. All right. Well that's uh it. That's, that's it for the quick rack up. You listen to us as you're working out, walking. For the game, you're hungover, just throw us in. Remember, put your Jets and Falcons players, keep them out of your flex position. Keep them out of your flex, put them in their actual position. Yeah. That, that's just my reminder because they will be playing at 9.30 Eastern tomorrow morning. So if you're in California, listen to this somehow. It'll be 6.30 in the morning. Yep. If you're a Falcons fan in L.A., probably not many, but – Yep. If, if, if you're a Jets fan that somehow made, made money off, off uh, betting them to beat the Titans last week and you're celebrating Vegas. I, I bet the Jets to win the game. The best move I've made. I knew they were going to win the bottom of the so I was like, yeah, the Jets are going to win this game. I did not have them survivors this week, so that was great. But, uh, yeah, uh, we're checking out. Uh, this is uh, Dalton and Abel. Uh, you know, check us out on Instagram at Leatherheads Podcast underscore. If you don't already follow us there, we will have our bet of the week out there. We're going to figure that one out a little bit later. Bet of the week will be up on Instagram later. Uh, yeah, that's it. Peace. All right. See ya.